0: thank you for tuning in to the Imperfectly Inspirational Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Bowman. So glad to have each and every one of you tuning in. And if you are new to this podcast, welcome. We're so glad to have you. I ask that if you find value out of this, go ahead and give us a five-star review on uh, whatever platform you're listening to and subscribe so you don't miss out on the newest episodes. Also, if you can share us, let's help get the Word of God spread out so hopefully we can make an impact around the world. And speaking of around the world, I'm excited to share that we have actually been listened to throughout several countries. We've been in the UK, we've had Hong Kong, and we've had uh, the Philippines, as well, of course, as the United States. So to all of those of you listening abroad and, of course, here in the United States, that's awesome. Thank you so much for helping us spread the word. Um, but with that out of the way, let's go ahead and jump into the topic this week. We're going to talk about idols and the importance of God in our life. Because I think all too many times, especially in today's society, we're not putting God first like we used to. And I don't know about you, but I grew up in Southern West Virginia. And, you know, even there now, I could tell you, it's, it's probably a different culture just because of the way society has shifted. But it was when there was church, you were there. When there was a church activity, you were there. And if you happen to miss because of some reason, you didn't really miss you knew everything that happened you knew what went on you were still focused on god and i i don't see that as much anymore and i want to give this little disclaimer when i give these podcasts i'm talking to myself too folks i'm right there with the majority of all y'all so these things are teaching me as much as they're hopefully teaching you as well so but to get back on topic here you know society and even ourselves anymore as christians we're not putting God first. And I really want to give an example. We're going to read a passage today, but I'm going to tell the story of Exodus 32. and want to kind of compare that to today. So, Exodus 32, if you're not too familiar with it, I'm just going to tell the story that as Moses is up on the mountain talking to God and the Israelites are down there kind of waiting, they're like, wait a minute, we're not hearing any words of what we need to do. You know, how, how are we supposed to worship God? What do we do? See, And they were losing their patience, I guess you could say. Because I don't know if you understand, we were made solely to worship God. That was the point of us. We were made to worship God, but now we have free will. So take that out of the equation. We're made to worship something then, right? We're made to have something ahead of us. That's ultimately what we can equate it to. God is supposed to be what's in, in front of us. But sometimes we choose not to do that. And also, it's more often than not that we do. You know, we, we put more things ahead of God than we think. And this is what this episode is about, is to kind of let us go back and look and see where God really is in our life. So anyways, the Israelites, they're, they're looking for something to worship. And Aaron says, hey, listen, okay, give me your gold and all this stuff. And he melts it down, and he makes this golden calf. Well, they're all happy, they're excited, and they're out just gallivanting, having a good time. And Moses gets this word from God, listen, hey, my people are, uh, they're not worshiping me, they're worshiping an idol down there. God was very, very angry. And uh, so Moses says, hey, God, listen, you know, he calms God down. God was ready to just wipe everybody off the map there. And so Moses calms God down. Moses goes down to talk to them, and he is, of course, very angry. But so angry is such that he takes this golden calf, and he fires it up, he melts it down, he grinds it up, he puts it into water, and he makes them drink it. Now, the story gets a little more vile from there, but honestly, I think this is a good point in this story. See, we often want something ahead of us. And that thing that's ahead of us could be our goals, can be our family, could be our friends, could even just be our relaxation. Those things take the place of God so many times without us realizing it, because we're looking for something ahead of us or something that needs to be taken care of or something that we feel is so important that because we're not hearing from God, because we're not hearing that information, think about it. Moses was up talking to God. He wasn't giving all this information to the people, so they felt they needed something to be focused on, right? Instead of taking the initiative themselves to continue to focus on God when there was some silence, when there wasn't things going the way that they were expecting, they chose to worship something else, right? This is you in your life. This is me in my life. How many times have you taken a job that you always had a Sunday shift and You didn't try to find a Saturday service, or you didn't go to God in the Word because you were too tired. How many times did you schedule your kids for something on a Sunday? Maybe they had all Sunday sports teams. Well, you go every Sunday, but you don't spend time with God. How many times did you have Sunday fun day, but you decided not to put God in that? because you needed your rest, because you wanted your family to be important, you wanted these things in your life that you felt were valuable, that you felt needed to be done, you didn't do them. I mean, you didn't worship God. You did those things instead of worshiping God. See, this is what the people of Israel were doing in this story. They didn't hear from God. They felt they needed to be doing something just because God wasn't there speaking to them at the moment, just because God wasn't in their face saying, hey, 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 hey they decided that they were going to do something else. See, ultimately, when we don't hear from God, when we're not seeing that movement from God in our lives, we tend to start focusing on these other things that are more present. And ultimately, what happens is there's a demise of those things. And the example of that is the golden calf when Moses destroyed it. I want to give you this example here, guys, and listen to it. When Moses destroyed that golden calf, think of these things in your life that you are putting before God. And I know this sounds tough, but think about it, your family. If you're spending all your time with your family, but you're not putting God first, and you're missing out on church and you're missing out on family fellowship with God, you're missing out on telling your kids about God, your family's going to struggle your Sunday fun day where you want to just relax because you don't have any other days throughout the week. If you put that over going to church, if you put that over spending any time with God, it's not going to be such a relaxing day. Your job that you never asked to get time off for to go to church or maybe that you don't make up for that time with God in your life, you're going to be very unhappy at that job. Now, I, I want to make sure everybody knows that it is clear that Having God in your life doesn't mean you're free from trials and tribulations. It just means you're going to get through them a lot easier. But when you don't put God first in your life, your life is a representation of that calf. It is going to be destroyed and you're going to end up drinking it. It's not going to be a pleasant experience. So we have to put God first. And I could tell you for a fact that those things have happened to me. I went through a period of time in my life where I I put my goals and my ambitions before God, and it felt like I was climbing a mountain, climbing a mountain. I could never achieve it. But the moment that I put God first, my goals second, those goals just started to come to me. It was a lot easier to achieve. Not saying that I didn't have any issues, but there's a lot more peace in the moment. If you put God first, and then you spend time with your family, you're gonna enjoy those moments. If you put God first and then find some relaxing time, it's gonna be more relaxing. If you put God first and then work hard to provide for your family, you're gonna be able to do better than you could ever imagine. But you have to have God first in this moment. You have to have God first in anything that you do. Make sure that you're in prayer. Make sure that you're meditating. However you do it, you go into your prayer room, you go on the side of the bed, you're praying while you're driving, whatever it is that you do, put God first I want to read a passage I'm going to read this whole passage because this is the attitude that we need to have about God so if you're wondering Chris how am I going to put God first what should my mindset be how do I get to it well I want you to read Psalm 16 and if you if you can't get this in your mind read Psalm 16 every day I'm gonna read this whole thing and we're gonna go through it it says so Psalm 16 verse 1 this is David here. It says preserve me O God for in you I take refuge I say to the Lord you are my Lord I have no good apart from you as for the saints in the land they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight so I'm, I'm gonna stop right there that's verse 3 he's talking about when it says as for the saints in the land they are the excellent ones in whom all I delight he's talking about all the other Christians he's Happy with all the other Christians in the land, he gets along with them, he works with them. That's an example, folks. You should get along with other Christians, right? And he understands in verse 4 here, the sorrows of those who run after another God shall multiply. What did I just tell you was going to happen in your life if you don't put God first, right? Their drink offerings of blood I will not pour out or take their names on my lips. He's saying he understands what happens when he doesn't put God first, right? Let's go down to verse 5 for you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. See, David knows God. David understands who he is as a human. He understands who God is as God. He knows his place in the world, and he knows God's place in the world. And he knows that God should be number one in his heart. That's the attitude. That Psalm 16 is the attitude that we need to have toward God. God, you are first. God, you are my everything. God, you have provided for me everything that I've needed. You've taken care of me, and I love my fellow brethren in you. I know what happens when I don't follow you. See, David has an open mind. He's open and understanding of the things of this world that really happen when you don't worship God correctly, when you don't put God in your life correctly. When God falls to the wayside, your life falls to the wayside. I don't want that for any of you. I'm here to help my life get better. I'm here to help your life get better. And the truth is, this world is going to tell you don't go to church. Relax, enjoy yourself. The world says, Sunday, fun day, every day, go enjoy it. And you know what? You can miss church. You can go on vacation. You can work. But what are you doing outside of that? Are you making up for that, missing? Are you trying to find other times of fellowship? Are you putting God in your life, even if you have to miss church? That's the point. We think God exists only on Sunday at a building, God's there 24-7, 365. There is no excuse to not be out there giving God some glory, talking to God and learning about God. That is what this is about. God gave you everything you have in your life. God has blessed you abundantly and he will continue to do so, but you gotta put him first you got to put him first. You want a healthy family, your family's falling apart, put God first. Your job is horrible, put God first. These things can change. It takes some time, but they can And so I want to ask you today, what's your idol? What's the thing that you need to work on and and pray to God about? God, help me put you first over this in my life. Because I realize that you have blessed me. You have been my rock. You've been my foundation. And I don't want this thing to fall apart. I want it to be blessed by you. That's what we should be focused on. So folks, hopefully this could help you out this week. Hopefully it was a blessing. And I'll leave you like I always do. You got this. I love each and every one of you. Have a good week.